get the kettle on, grab a brew, because you're listening to Coffee and Dark Reads. Hello and welcome to a wet and windy Sunday here in West Yorkshire. And yes, I have my coffee ready because we're going to have a chat. My name's Paula Acton and this is my podcast about writing. So today I thought we would have a little conversation about one of the questions that most authors get asked. And that's basically, when did you start writing? Now for most of us, I think the answer is, when did I not write? From being really little, we were the children that, if we were asked to write a page, would write six. We would read stories and then we would want more. We would want to know what happened to the characters. We would want to know why this happened, why that happened. There would always be more behind the story. And it's it's not something you can teach. It's just the way your brain works. Um, it's been really interesting because my son is autistic. And the way we explain that to him that he can understand is that sometimes his brain processes information in a different way to the way the majority of people do. And I think the creative brain is very, very similar. We look at a story, we have an idea of what we want to write, but that story is never completely formed until it's finished. As we write, we come up with all sorts of extra things that we want to add into it. We literally hear the voices in our head telling us things as we're writing. Now, that's not to say that we are all schizophrenic and that we all hear actual voices. But it's more that we live with these characters in our heads for weeks, months, can be years sometimes, depending on sort of how fast you can actually type, how fast you can get the things down on paper, your confidence at doing that, and whether or not it's just one book or another book or a series. So it's very much a case of it being an ongoing conversation with your characters where you start to think how they think for each different one, which it can get a little weird. Um, You know, especially if you're writing quite dark fiction, there are times where you find yourself, I know I've personally done it, where I find myself writing something and I know it's right for that character, but it sits really uncomfortably with me as a person now. Um, You know, there was this huge thing with Game of Thrones where the original books stuck to what was pretty much although it's a fictional world, historical time frames. And it stuck to what would have been the cultural norms for those times. So you had characters talking about getting married, Sansa, that at the time was only 12 years old. Now, to us, a 12-year-old getting ready to be married is like, oh my God, no. But to them... That was what was normal because the life expectancy back then would have been 30, 40 years. By the time, you know, the time you're into your teens, 
you're in your childbearing years and your time's going to be running out soon. So everything moves a lot quicker. Now, to our modern sensibilities, we're like, no, that's a child and it's wrong. And this is where it can get really hard sometimes. And it is a case of thinking, do I stick to it faithfully or do I adapt a little? I've made characters a year or two older than my initial thoughts on them were just because it sits more comfortably with me and I think this is this is sort of the thing about writing is that we ask the questions we question everything we want to know everything about everything which is great but it can also make you hypercritical and we're actually far more likely to be critical of our own work than we are other people's. We can forgive a lot more mistakes in other people than we do in ourselves. But it is that desire to write that is ingrained in you. I remember reading books when I was a kid and thinking, yeah, but wouldn't it be more fun if this happened? Why would that character do that? They wouldn't do that. That's not right. And you then take that forward into your schoolwork. And, of course, it does help if you have some really great teachers. I had some wonderful English teachers when I was at school. And they really helped me, sort of, inspired my love of writing and books. However... That doesn't mean that I actually sat down and wrote books. I didn't. I went out and I partied and I had a good time with my friends and then I had kids. And I started writing my first book when my daughter was a baby and I was on maternity leave. And it is terrible. It really, really was terrible. It was full of cliches. It was a crime thriller that will never, ever see the light of day. Um... <laughs> I do still have it somewhere. Maybe at some point I will share a little bit with you and you could all have a laugh. Um, but it's, it's not my genre. It would require far too much research to actually do it properly. And that doesn't interest me. So that will stay put away and only be brought out for amusement. Um, but then I I sort of dabbled. I kept wanting to do it, but never really getting round to it. I my daughter grew up. I went to back to college and did an access course because I'd previously done an art course, and then gone into the world of employment. And then I went to university. I started doing a degree in English literature. Then I found out I was pregnant with my son and all that went wrong. And my back went, blah de blah de blah And then I sat and I thought, okay, what am I going to do? And I, I'd always put off, I always thought I had plenty of time to do everything. But when I got to 40, I thought, what am I putting it off for? Half my life's gone. I still want to write. I still have these stories in my head that need an outlet. And I I started a blog 
and I started doing little bits of flash fiction on there and that still wasn't enough and then the book started and I can't explain where the ideas come from a lot of people will ask authors well, where did you get the idea from the for this from where did you get the idea for that from and it's a combination of so many different places sometimes it is just what goes on in your head sometimes it can be something you see in real life it can be something you see in real life that you just think what would happen if I love the film Sliding Doors and to me that sums up sort of the way that my brain works a lot of the time because you have this series of events and they lead to the point where she's going to catch the train and then you have the possibilities the what could happen the minute either way and that's what writing can be all about it's the minute either way it's the possibilities that it gives you it's the choosing what to which avenue you want to take which road you want to walk down would your character turn left or right the thing is when you first start writing a new character you don't know all the choices they would make you don't get inside their skin until you've been writing with them for a little while you have a vague outline of a character but it's only once you really really get into them that you start understanding how their brain works it's like meeting a new person you meet a new person the first few minutes first few meetings even can be quite superficial you know what's their name what do they do how old are they it's only the more you interact with them that the more you find out about them now the thing is that that's the same with our characters but this goes on in our heads and it always goes on in our heads so it goes on from being really little from, like I say from really little from being that child with a book in your hand that's when the conversations start you'll find a lot of people that write read a lot they fall in love with other characters just as much as they do their own for me it was Mr Darcy um, I fell deeply in love with Mr Darcy also Louis um, from the Anne Rice interview with the vampire and the rest of the vampire chronicles interview with the vampire I thought it was a bit uh, a bit soppy but the more of the books I read the more I fell in love with that character and the more I felt I knew that character and that's that's the thing about writing is it's introducing the world to the voices in your head and good writing will make the rest of the world love them as much as you do unfortunately bad writing however good the characters may be just won't get it across but that's going to be it for today i hope you've enjoyed this little insight to what goes on in the strange and wonderful mind of a writer and i shall speak to you all next week bye